Generation Gap on 92.6 FM Radio Verilum. This is The Generation Gap, presented by me, Claudia, and him, Clive. Hello. In this programme, we are going to explore differences and similarities of being a teenager now and in past generations. I am a 21st century girl, and Clive is a baby boomer. That is a teenager in the late 60s and early 70s. What are the differences and similarities in the way that we live our lives? We are going to try and find out. This is The Generation Gap Show on 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Yes, well, good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome to The Generation Gap. We are going to be discussing cycling and conspiracy theories and possibly the Pancake Day next week. So That's quite a mix of subjects today, isn't it? I think we're definitely going to end up arguing at some point. You think? Okay. Well, I, I don't know if we're going to argue at all because we don't really argue. We just disagree. <laughs> okay, Clive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, the conspiracy theory thing might... Um, we're moving on to conspiracy theories. Um, what's your view on conspiracy theories? Well, um, I mean, obviously, uh, it's an assumption that there are things going on which we don't really know about, and there's conspiracies by people to do things or not to do things, and I'm sure that those things happen. Um, but obviously, lots of theories about things happening like that are a bit wild and weird sometimes, and so I think that um, you have to be a bit careful and uh, apply a sort of critical thought to whether you think something is, is real or not, um, is really happening. And obviously, the internet has helped because all these people with weird theories who might all not know each other can all get together and set up a special, you know, conspiracy website or something like this and all join in and uh, discuss their theories. Hmm. I, I mean, I can mention a few brief sort of conspiracy-type theories that I'm aware of from the past. Things like the assassinations of people like President Kennedy back in 1965. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe <laughs> was actually about the same time. And also, of course, Martin Luther King. All of them in, were in the 60s in America. It was a very turbulent time because of the Vietnam War going on particularly. Um, but... You know, all these people died in particular circumstances which were then regarded as being very suspicious. The Kennedy one is quite interesting because he was shot by a man from a building nearby as he went past in a motorcade. And that man had terminal cancer and so died quite soon afterwards. So he was never actually brought to trial, for example. Um, so there's things like that saying, oh, you know, he's picked out. And it was the CIA, it was the Russians, it was, you know, the aliens. So, <laughs> generally, conspiracy theories are um, simple and easy, quick explanations and, like, you know, shifting the blame from anything or, or creating an explanation for what happened, right? That sounds like a, quite a good uh, definition. So I have a few here I want to see your reaction to. Okay. So, number one, the moon isn't real. The moon isn't real? Yes. Okay, it's like projected onto the sky or something, is it? The thing is, I'm quite, I'm quite on a, um, what's it called, dispute about this one because, you know, in ancient Greece, in ancient Egypt, Yes. they said that... Um, 
They used to tell people that it's going to get really dark if they don't, you know, they don't act in a certain way. Yes. And obviously it was the eclipse or whatever, right? Yes. And how did they know before everyone else? Well, I think that's the kind of magic and witch doctor kind of way of assuming power because they actually knew when eclipses were happening because they studied the stars and and the movement of stars. But how? well, but in ancient Egypt as well. Well, because they just sat in the desert and watched the stars and worked out their patterns. So going how on. do they, they? How can they do that now? And we need the internet and all other equipment to do that. Well, a lot of things like eclipses and so on have been predicted for hundreds of years ahead already by people, um, because it's just that the movement is is constant and you can measure it and you can calculate it, and so that there's tables which have all these things in. So that's not surprising. But obviously, if you are in a society where people believe in in magic and so on and that you're a a magician of some kind you can tell the future and you can tell it's going to go dark on thursday afternoon then you exploit that okay Uh, so that's not a conspiracy that's actually a sort of um no the conspiracy is that the moon's been put there to um limit your time so you have to go to bed at night and you have to you know get up and during the day so that's people controlling you. Right, okay, that sounds a bit like Matrix-style thing, where it, we're probably all being controlled by aliens of some kind. Yeah. Um, okay. That's balmy, I'm sorry, that's just rubbish. Okay, the second one, this is my favourite, I think. Dinosaurs helped to build the pyramids. Ah, yes, well, of course, that's a very good idea, because they were presumably very large, and they could therefore drag all the stones and carry them there and so on. And have the mental capacity to put them together. Well, I'm sure they designed them as well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm not even going to comment on that. Um, the US government dumped fake snow on Georgia. Georgia. I don't actually know what that is. Um, okay, well, I mean, that's... that's uh, there's two places... You know, the places... Ge- the there's two places called Georgia. One is in the US, a, a state, and the in, other one is in sort of next door to Russia. So this one's going on about the Atlanta, the US one. Right. I mean, I think there's an awful lot of conspiracies which involve the um, American government in some form, like yes. the CIA. And they're given, one, they're given point, superpowers, basically. I yeah. mean, they're so amazing, they can do anything. And this is obviously completely nonsense. Now, I think that comes from, again, sort of 60s and 70s, when the CIA was involved in toppling various governments and sort of getting rid of dictators yeah. and so on. They just get very obsessed with the CIA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... And, I mean, the one I was going to mention, which is sort of similar, is the the moon landings. Now, I know that there is a whole bunch of people who don't believe that the Americans ever put anybody on the moon. It was all faked, and it was all in a Hollywood studio and so on. There's quite a few reasons why um, we actually know it happened, or at least evidence it happened. Firstly, of course, they strapped these guys onto the top of a rocket and hundreds of thousands of people saw the rocket launch okay maybe they could mean sneaked out at the last minute and so on um but when they were then talking to them when they were flying towards the moon or when they were on the moon um it was done by radio and those radio telescopes including in fact our own jodrell bank and the one in australia were pointed at the moon to talk to them so um they couldn't have been somewhere else talking from the moon that would be rather brilliant technical um thing to do in the 60s or any other time frankly um also i have met one of them 
and talk to him. He didn't go to the moon. He was one of the ones who was in the uh, spacecraft going round the moon. Um, and he may have been lying completely to me and the other people we were uh, meeting with, but um, I kind of believe it. They brought back moon rock. It's really different rock. And, uh, you know, I've actually mm. seen that too. So I think there's quite a lot of evidence. And actually, good telescopes these days, you can actually see bits of the craft on the moon where they landed. You know, it is there. Okay. Um, I'm not going to dispute that because um, I actually believe that happened too. Yeah. Um, okay. But that's a major conspiracy you see all the time. You know, it never happened and it's just all fate. Well. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Yoga is a form of satanic worship. Oh, well, I'm sure that's probably true. Um, why not? But actually, the thing is, yoga is a cult in definition because you have a charismatic leader and you have like everyone doing the same thing as that person and then therefore in definition that is a cult in a way in so in sociology you describe yoga as a cult so maybe that's where the confusion comes in where where that word's kind of badly associated right well i mean I, I love the fact that I mean, Google, for example, which is now the largest company in the world by value, um, overtaking Apple, um, they have a simple mo motto, which is do no evil. That is their company um, sort of, uh, I'm not sure it's a motto. It's, it's basically right, a, so none a, of them do a, yoga. So they never do yoga and they obviously don't do anything evil at all. And um, obviously there are plenty of conspiracy theories about big companies as well as big governments. And so, therefore, the Googles and the Apples and so on are all um, suspected in various ways. And obviously, Apple is a cult as well, as you know, because we're both members of that, aren't we? Okay. Well, you haven't got any Apple stuff now, of course, I forgot. Um, right. Oh, he had to say that. He had to say that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she okay. lost her phone, folks. Oh, you have to say that. Oh, my gosh. That's um, not... By the way, that is not the reason I deleted my Facebook and Twitter account. <laughs> Just saying. No, no, you're worried conspiracy theory you thought there you they, go. they're after you they're after me yeah i had to go had to leave okay well, okay so you've got another conspiracy for me yes i've got a few more um obama can control the weather so the president of the united states has a little control panel in his uh, office and he can control the weather do you think he'd bother i mean obviously weather's quite local do he sort of have to adjust little bits here and there but if he wanted to take over russia he might want it to snow there before he gets there yeah, it snows in Russia quite a lot, actually. There you I go. You probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, fine. Then he might want to change the climate or something. <laughs> right, so if, if Moscow suddenly had 40 degrees of sunshine, it became You desert. know who to blame. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. Another one. Scientists don't want you to know that our Earth is hollow. Oh, yeah, well, that's because there's the aliens living, <laughs> living in the middle of it. Yes, we, we know that's that That's a really one. funny one, actually. I haven't heard that one before. Um... The US government created HIV? Um, well, there's always things about various diseases that could have been accidentally broken out of a laboratory. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I definitely believe that some diseases are too dodgy to... I don't, I don't actually know because I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Um, let's just move on to the next one. Um, Denver Airport. Denver Airport. At Denver. Denver, there you go, airport. Highest in the world, I think. Is the most evil place on Earth. And the reason for that is? Um, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Something about um, neo-Nazis headquarters. Right. Um, and okay. Illum Illuminatis and Satan himself. 
Uh, well, uh, okay, I'm not even <laughs> going to begin to start talking about that one. That sounds really weird. Um, okay. Th- 22.6 FM, and we are the Generation Gap Show talking about conspiracy theories. You don't know. <laughs> um, so, shall I give you one more, one last one of mine? Yes, and then I'll come out with one of my really good ones. Okay. Um, most of our world leaders are space lizards. Right, and the evidence for that is... I don't know. Someone said they drink blood or something. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, it does sound fairly way out um, because obviously. Um, I'm not sure about the lizard bit. You know, maybe they are quite different than everyone else. But lizards. Oh, um, and it says key reptilians. Yes. That's it. Include Queen Elizabeth II and Barack Obama. Well, obviously, if it's about world leaders, that would include them. Um, I, I think. To me, a lot of people spend too much time watching movies, like, you know... Yeah, um, I definitely agree. And they get these ideas from, from strange movies, like... Um, I've just forgotten the name of that one, which um, is Men in Black. That's the one, isn't Men it? in Black. Where, obviously, all these aliens are living here and we don't notice because they're all being hidden away under a conspiracy. Yeah. OK, the one I'm going to tell you about is actually quite interesting, I think. And this is uh, the idea that, in fact, a spaceship or flying saucer crashed in the United States in about 1949, so just after the um, end of the uh, Second World War. Oh, here we go again. And it crashed into uh, a place in Nevada where it was taken away and put into a super-secret bunker under the desert, an area place called Area 51. Now, Area 51 has become so famous that actually it's got its own sort of tourist um, offices and a museum and things there, all based on this story. Um, It's also turned up in any number of films. Um, But there was a film, I think it was Independence Day, made relatively recently, and um, the star of the film, I remember, said he was sitting next to the president of the time, which I think was probably um, Bush. And the president then said, uh, is this real? And, you know, I, he demanded, apparently, went back to the White House and demanded from his staff if, if it really did happen and to give him the papers and to take him down there and show him the spaceship. Um, and of course, they, they, <laughs> That's they, great. they obviously told him there was no such thing at all. But um, did he believe them? I wonder. Anyway, one of the theories is that the reason the Americans have been sort of a preempt what's the word, um, predominant in technology development over the years since 1949 is because basically they've been taking apart this alien spaceship, learning from it and inventing and finding all those technologies. The thing is, you said that there was a bunker underneath that place? Yeah, well it, it's it's a basically an underground bunker because the Nevada desert is where they tested atomic bombs so it's got lots of strange military establishments there. But is that where the where it landed? Well it crashed into the desert somewhere near there. So the thing is, wouldn't people if people went there as touristic attractions and there are people there all the time like with the shops and museums and whatever wouldn't they kind of like someone must have surely found out by now well no the 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 place is all you know uh, fenced off because it's a military base and um, so they can't go in there but i mean also uh, obviously if you want to follow it through you'll find the people who um were quoted in newspapers at the time and so on all mysteriously died afterwards clearly oh dear and um you know people who said they had evidence found their houses were broken into and um, someone stole all the evidence uh so what are we on this one are we yay or nay well, I suppose it's not impossible that something, if there are aliens and alien spaceships, they could have crashed somewhere at some time. It would be ever so convenient they crashed into the United States at a time when everyone was uh, concerned about um, these sort of things and it was the Cold War beginning and the rest of it. Um, so I suppose 
the idea that the Americans had all this secret technology which would enable them to sort of um, win any wars and so on might have been quite a good propaganda actually at the time sort of invincibility thing yeah so definitely um, I don't know it's it's not totally impossible, but I guess that um, it's probably fairly unlikely. It's a bit like all these people who claim, and most of them are Americans, that the people, you know, they've met aliens. And the aliens always only seem to land in the US. I don't know why that is. <laughs> yeah, and crops. Crop crops. circles. Oh, crop we, have, circles. we have those here as well. Oh, really? Yes, we have some in Cambridge occasionally. Somewhat suspiciously near the university when there's lots of drunk, <laughs> drunken students falling about outside. Just coincidence, yeah, um, you understand. <laughs> um, okay, so as, as this is the Generation Gap show, um, I think everyone should get involved in this one because it's like, it's really funny. I think this is a good topic, actually. I wonder whether, uh, I suppose we should ask whether perhaps we think younger people are more inclined to believe these things than older people. Um, older people like me, obviously, seen it all before, heard all these things before, tend to regard most of them as really a bit ridiculous, if not completely stupid, and um, otherwise really quite funny sometimes. I, I like your dinosaurs building pyramids, for example. That's I think that was one. a good one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, um, it's a bit unlikely because dinosaurs all died out about 60 million years before the pyramids were built, but apart from that, it's fine. How do you know? I'm sorry. <laughs> Hang on. Um, what did you just say? How do you know? Archaeology and yeah. dating bones enables you to work out these things, and we do know when dinosaurs lived, and it's an awful long time ago, millions and millions of years ago, and of course... they Before the pyramids? Way before pyramids. Pyramids are about... So who built the, so who built the pyramids? Um, the Egyptians. How? Well, they just got... I mean, the, the um, pharaohs, who were the kings of emperors and, and godlike emperors, they're regarded as gods, um, they basically instructed their people to spend all their lives building pyramids for them. Right. The Generation Gap show, all about education. <laughs> I just saw a programme about that quite recently. So I'm going to reveal to you the ultimate uh, conspiracy theory. Okay, go on then. Basically, you know that we live in different countries with different leaders, and the leaders of those countries obviously are in charge, and they make all the decisions, and they run the countries, don't they? Yes. Well, absolutely not. Actually, there's a secret group of people who meet once a year who actually rule the world. Do you know, I, um, well, you do hear people say the government's doing that, the government's doing this, and you think, who's the government? Yeah, okay, well, I mean, there's a public meeting um, or public conference every year at a place called Davros in Switzerland. That's just finished. And all the, the leaders we know go off to um, there and uh, have conferences. However, that's very open and public. But there's an alternative one. And this is a place, this is actually called Bilderberg. Bilderberg, okay. And the Bilderberg is an annual conference which is supposedly designed to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. And there's 120 to 150 leaders and experts from industry, finance, academia and the media. And they all come together in a conference every year. The conference is completely secret. Um, there's no um, list of who goes there. It's all kept very quiet. Um, there's no agenda. There's no resolutions. There's nothing published about it. No votes taken and no statements are released afterwards. Now, this has been going on for uh, years since 1954, as it happens. 
and obviously a lot of people have a theory that this is rather dodgy because they don't know who's involved don't know what's happening and so on and i i you know i don't believe this sort of things much but it's quite interesting however a few years ago i think about three or four years ago it was held at the grove which is uh, near watford and so all these people were coming in to um, go to this conference. And as it happened, I was driving near there on one of the days when the conference was on. I've never seen so many police in my life. The whole road was covered. And um, apparently people were flying in their private jets into various airports. And they were being put in limos and driving, you know, obviously um, dark glass type limos. You didn't know who was going in them. And they were whizzing off to this place near Watford uh, for this conference. And it did seem to be incredibly suspicious. Do you know what? How do I get invited to one of these things? Well, I don't know if they even issue invites. You've obviously got to be the right sort of person. Who how, what do you mean they don't issue invites? Well, Do you invite a face-to-face? I think... To I get, th- like, a special white letter through the door? I, I mean, an owl delivering it through yeah. the chimney, probably, yeah. I've, I've absolutely no idea, because, of course, they don't actually publish anything release anything or even announce that's it that's amazing um, they do have a website but it's got about three pages on it do you know what like i would love to know the secrets of the world well these people obviously do know the secrets of the world and they probably are the ones in charge of the world i definitely believe i definitely believe that the political leaders are not necessarily always themselves i think they're just kind of like puppets on string <laughs> well i mean obviously any political leader in a democracy like ours has to basically balance all sorts of different things around all sorts of different influences and that's the part of the job um in a sort of more dictatorship area there's still people who are pulling strings because they're paying money or they're um, doing various deals and so on so i mean that is the reality of power um, but of course, that's still something which is sort of open in some ways. Ah, oh, I, I really want to know. Like, why do I not know? I'm sorry, I can't tell you. It's, it's Bilderberg. In fact, the very fact we mentioned it on the radio probably means we need to watch ourselves in future. You know, because you just don't know what might happen. Oh, that's okay. I, I want a white letter through the door or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Personally, anyway. So that's a good conspiracy. I mean, well, it's a sort of one that has some credibility I suppose. But I don't understand why would they meet in Watford? Well, they, they meet in different places around the world and obviously they don't ever announce where it is but this one happened to come out in public because... How did you know? Well because it, it was... Um, did it say secret meeting? Well it was very <laughs> secret but unfortunately it, it leaked out because of all the security arrangements being uh, made and um, you know Heathrow had a special part sort of set aside for them to land in this kind of stuff it was all... But again the level of security arrangements and obviously the the detailed stuff that was um involved makes you suspicious by itself doesn't it you know who is it who's coming they have to shut down a bit of heathrow for them to land there this is amazing mm. so there you go um and some are going to elstree actually of course that's even more secret they can fly in little planes there and no one notices at all because that's nearby i think that was one of the um reasons and so there were sort of fleets of limos fl- floating up from elstree as well Okay. So there we go. That's that's a real conspiracy. And that's a, the aim in life to find out. It has credible. Remember, you have to write it down and then forget it. And we eat the piece of paper. Bilderberg, it's called. And Bilderberg. It's not called Bilderberg. Anything. It's just Bilderberg. What do you mean? Is that the name of the conspiracy? Well, no. It's it's about the organisation, which isn't an organisation. It's the thing that happens, which doesn't happen. It's the meeting that doesn't happen. And it's just called Bilderberg. That is the aim in life, to find out what that is. Yeah, 
it, it may be that the shut down Facebook and the, then find out. You think the letters might even be some sort of conspiracy? You know, maybe the, there's a um, uh, secret message in the, in the name. I don't know. Why are you telling me this? I'm going to be <laughs> like spending decades on this now. It's just intriguing, isn't it? Anyway. So anyway, we've been talking about this idea of um, conspiracy theories and the, I suppose, the question about whether people believe them or not and whether perhaps younger people believe them more than older people. I'm not really convinced. I think anyone with um, half a brain, shall we say, might uh, step back a bit and think seriously through some of the things they're being told because obviously a lot of the things are completely nonsense, basically. Yep. But how do you know what's nonsense and what isn't? Exactly. That's I mean, you can never disprove these things. No, and disproving anything is always particularly difficult, as you say. So, um, are there any other things that you, uh, you've come across? No, not necessarily. I'm sorry, it. you've just got me really hooked on this Bilderberg thing. Bilderberg thing. Oh, you see, I, I knew that's, that's the ultimate conspiracy, you see. It's somebody's running the world. It's a bit like in the matrix you know that obviously the whole world is not real and there's some aliens behind but it, it could just running. be all of them put together like obama miss michael the queen well they may or may not be people who get invited to such a thing but nobody knows this is crazy um I, I mean, it's also business people and finance people i mean so it's the head of banks and things like that we assume but again which banks and which people Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't mean to bring it back to this. And I'm actually really looking forward to the pancake race. Yes. I don't suppose any of the world leaders will be watching the uh, pancake race. but Maybe they will, because you'll be there. And you're wanted now for yeah, telling me about this. That's true. I've, I've given you the secret information, haven't I? Yes. Oh, dear. Of course, I don't know where this year's meeting is, because I, have, I haven't got my invitation yet. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time for us to say goodbye this week. So um, thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed um, our interesting stories, perhaps. And yep. um, if you'd like to comment on them, you can do, and Claudia can tell you how to do that. Do get involved on Twitter at RV Gen Gap or on Facebook, The Generation Gap.